This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. This podcast is brought to you in association with Wednesday Picks, the free-to-play game where you can bag yourself a share of £1,000 just by answering a few questions based on our upcoming fixture. Just head to the iOS App Store or the Google Play Store to download the app and enter your predictions. You have to be over 18 to play. Please play responsibly and be gambleaware.org. Listening to the Wednesday Till I Die podcast with your hosts James Mapping and Jamie Halcroft. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Till I Die podcast. Uh, I'm James Mapping, and as ever, I'm joined by Jamie Halcroft. How are you, Jamie? You all right? Yeah, good. Thanks, pal. Good stuff. Now, if you're a regular on Facebook, then you're likely to have come across the Wednesday Sing Facebook group, uh, one of the biggest, if not the biggest, uh, Wednesday fans group on there. Well, today we're also joined by the founder of that said group. Uh, it's Datto Khan, everyone. Uh, thank you for joining us today, Datto. How are you? Are you all right? Hi, uh, James. Yeah, I'm uh, really good. Thank you. And thank you for having me on. Really appreciate that. Yeah, good stuff. Now, before we do uh, start talking about the... Uh, shit show which was uh, <laughs> the two games that we've just just had just want to explain to everyone uh, uh, about you know the, the Facebook group and how it came about you you're setting that up yeah uh, originally it was just uh, a couple of us it was just a few friends uh, we started it up just to um, share information uh, about the team uh, you know pre pre-match and basically like before a match when a group of lads goes to the pub and you talk about things uh, but there was nowhere online where you could do that. And uh, I decided to start a small group up. There was only 10, 15 of us. Uh, when was it, that's a, I uh, years ago. Yeah, I'd say about 10 years ago now. Been running about 10 years. Uh, yeah, I think this year it'll be 10. So um, we, we, I started that up. And at the time, I mean, I just started working at Hillsborough as well. So um, it was... I, I was getting information from from people there, and I was getting to know the players and the staff. Uh, so I was sharing stuff on there, and then the more people heard about it, they started sharing it with with each other, with their friends. Um, and before I know it, we were up into the fifties and hundreds, and then it went to two, three hundred, and before we knew it, we had about a thousand people on there. Um, 
And I thought that was absolutely brilliant. But then it just exploded after that. Um, we went to 2,000, 3,000. Within a few months, we were on about five, 6,000. And uh, I had to start like getting staff on there, admin, to, uh, to help me with it. Um, but it just kept growing, and it's been really successful, um, which I'm really happy about. Uh, and then, obviously, with the size of it, uh, we, we started getting uh, staff from Wednesday on there. Um, the, uh, the management team, believe it or not, we got uh, Lee Bullen on there and uh, some of the ex-players, as well as the recent players we've got now, they're, they're on there. We've got journalists on there who, who post uh, stories and articles. You've also got the spell check police. You've also got the dipsticks. Also, you've also got the fan. You've also got the, the criers and the moaners, and then you've got uh, one or two normal people as well. Not not saying not against one <laughs> in that group because um, everyone's got an opinion. But yeah, um, carry on. Yeah, that that comes with a with a role. Uh, you have to put up with them, I'm afraid. But yeah, we've we've got quite a few um, people who like a good moan. Being a Sheffield Wednesday fan, uh, we're quite we're quite good at that, aren't we? We are. It's one of the things we're best at. Uh, and especially as I've found out, uh, the amount of people that come on there and just like to, you know, have a rant and a, and a moan. Uh, but you get used to it. And like you said, it's part of being a Wednesday fan, to be honest with you. Uh, you do kind of miss it when it doesn't happen. Uh, you think something's wrong. So, but like I said, it's, it's grown so much. And I'm, I'm so proud of it because we've now got like, uh, you know, the chairman on there and his son. And uh, they've actually helped us quite a few times, you know, with charity events, what we've done. Um, the sponsored walk we did for the children's hospital. Sorry, Dato. So when you say that minute, when you say about the, the head chairman and his son, blah, 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 whatever. So this is one of the things so people see. So this is how it gets back to players. When people post things, they don't realise that players see it and things like that. As for the chairman, you personally, so you've just said that about they've helped you or whatever. You can, you can obviously say then, as you just openly said they've helped you, it, Chancey, it does try and help. It does try and help and it does have the best intentions at all. And, I personally think that. I know a lot of people want him gone. I, I think it's when it comes to not knowing things about contracts, and we'll get into that in a minute, but off the pitch, off the pitch, I'm being in lockdown, being in Thailand or wherever he is, it's, it's difficult. But at the same time, he does. He has done things in past to help and he does try and he has the best intentions. I really do believe that. Of course, that. yeah. He's, he's got the best intentions for the, uh, for the club. Uh, like you said, you know, working uh, from, from a football side, it's totally different, I think. Uh, he's just been advised badly um, himself as a person and, and helping, you know, fans and wanting the best for, for the uh, supporters. That's, that's a given. He's, he's absolutely brilliant with that. Like I said, he, he helped us out with uh, quite a few things with, with charity and, uh, you know, actually donating money himself uh, to a cause. Um, but yeah, I can't, can't knock him with that at all. He's, he's absolutely brilliant with that. It also shows you as well, in football, how much one little thing means. Like that one kick of a football at Wembley, that, that goal that Hull scored, that, that one little at Wednesday down, that was the difference between Wednesday going up, ever money, we could have still been there now and him being the legend forever for, for coming down and then losing on penalties. And now the situation we're in and he's hated, it shows how important that game was still. But yeah, anyway, should we move yeah. on next? Thanks for reminding me of that, Jamie. That's, uh, <laughs> I just I still think about that now and have nightmares, you know, because you, you think you know, what were it was forty minutes or something away from uh, from pre- you know possibly Premier League football. It's funny I was talking to uh, talking to my wife and 
far, you know, from my father-in-law about it that just today actually, and just saying how how the day was such an amazing day. Um, obviously, other than the actual result, but you know everything from I remember like driving on M1, uh, driving down it, literally like every other car, but full of Wednesday fans and you know minibuses and and everything. They were it was absolutely amazing. I mean, going down the motorway, you just saw flags hanging out of cars. You saw people on buses. Uh, you know the um, the service stations on the way were absolutely packed. You know, we blew and white. We were it was just one big party atmosphere. Did you go to Millennium Stadium as well when they got promoted? Did you go that day? I didn't know. I wasn't there. Think that think like thinking about that. We're not going to go on about this forever, but you just think about if it did happen, which it didn't. Like driving back on the feeling like because it were a buzz anyway for fans and. It, we still thought we'd have a chance season after. Everyone loved the players and manager or whatever, but just the thought of if that day happened, coming back and the party we would have bloody had. I know, I know. And can you imagine if if we'd won it at Wembley as well? The thing is, right, the funny thing about that is, um, we, even though we lost at Wembley, right, the fans came out singing uh, and they were still in a party party mood. We, got, oh, we saw Hull fans outside, the, outside Wembley and they looked like they lost. Let's stop. Let's stop. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I mean, so we've got two games to talk about now. Um, We've got Stoke in midweek. We go down down there, come away with absolutely nothing. Uh, That was a 1-0 defeat. Uh, And then we've got Birmingham. You know, they come Tillsborough. We've had, was it, five five wins on the the spin. Uh, Again, we come away with absolutely no ball. Another uh, one nil defeat. Um, so let's start with that defeat against Stoke in midweek. Um, for me, what a boring game of football that was. I was absolutely bored stiff. Uh, you know, we've just come off the back of you know the Wickham uh, the Wickham win. Obviously, we didn't play uh, the weekend before that game was called off. Um, but for me, I went in so in such a positive feeling about it. They'd not won in. Well, forever, I think it were. 11, 12 games, I think it were. Yeah. Stoke had not won. Um, and we just, I don't, I, don't, I don't know what it were. It's just a Wednesday way, isn't it? It's, uh, it's what we do best. We we help teams out. Absolutely. I mean, I think Bannon, for me, he were, absolutely, he were nullified in that game. He just couldn't get on the ball. Um, and he just, you know, they just stopped him from playing. It's easy to say that we played bad and I, I didn't think we played great at all, but, I think in a way they they stopped us from playing and they're just such a boring style of football. I mean, what did you, what did you think, Jamie? So, um, I'm biting my tongue to set things here. So, for a start at Stoke, um, I put it all over Twitter. I said I reckon nil nil all day long. This uh, might have been different on my pick last week, but anyway, I thought nil nil all day. First off, I thought different to a lot of people. I thought it was professional, even though it was boring. I thought even though they're on a bad run, the nil nil at half time. No one looks like scoring or whatever, but we'd all take nil in the way. So anyway, then it comes second half. Yeah, they scored late on and obviously it was Fletcher or whatever, but it, it was just an awful second half performance. Whereas in previous weeks, with yeah, Millwall were bad second half and whatever. I think we've just, it shows how much we need a manager. So if we're just talking about that game, about Stoke at the minute, before we move on to obviously weekend one, just the Stoke game, I think the what... At half time, like I say, you're a bit positive, however, but at the end of the game, it's yeah, it's a lackluster performance. It's, they've not got embarrassed or whatever. So you're just hopeful, thinking we've done this before, where we've lost. We're going into the next game, so we're going to the next game, blah blah blah. But whereas obviously we didn't, but yeah, Stoke game, very very poor, not much chances. Pelly Pessy again coming on and obviously doing no again. But I think we needed, I think we just needed that 
something else in whether it were winger or whether it were so Harris it made a lot of difference recently he's been playing well wherever but I just think we needed something else something changing in midfield to get a different sort of dimension but, but we didn't do it no I agree with you it's uh, we, we need that spark we need some someone who can you know do that bit of magic and, and put a ball through where we can score it just didn't seem like it was going to happen and you just knew it was going to be Stephen Fletcher who scored the goal against us it had to be it's just, it's so gutting though, because we did it. Like you said, Jamie, we played all right. The first half, you know, to go in nil-nil, uh, it, was all, it was good. I, I thought it was doing all right. And I thought we might even nick it. Um, you know, we had a couple of changes in the second half, but what can you say? For, for me, I mean, I think, um, you know, Urugida, he had another he had another good game. I think we are we are being remarkable. I don't, I don't think there were any really real standout performers in that game. Like I said, it was just a bit of a a boring, you know, nil 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 game all the way through. And I know I know obviously Fletcher Fletcher Nick, and like you said, you'd have had his, you've had a you know, house on him scoring. It was just absolutely nailed on that you were gonna you were gonna get a goal. And and I couldn't see a way that we were gonna score. To be honest, I don't think we had many chances. Only one that we've any note were I think Shaw had a header didn't he in first half. That uh, that got you know I think you were judged to have fouled keeper I think or someone but after I, I don't quite believe that one for for a minute but uh, yeah they weren't they weren't much to much yeah we to get the best referees don't we yeah yeah uh, that short he didn't foul keeper or whatever but let's go back to that now so before we talk about Shaw's contract let's just talk about Shaw personally so the last few games Stoke and. Uh, Birmingham Saturday, obviously, apart from the sending off, I thought it very, very average or whatever. And going back to Stoke again after the game, Stoke game, like I was saying, you're just sort of thinking, right, you know what, this performances, whatever, move on to the next thing. But let, thinking about the results, even when we've won seven in 11, the part, there's not been a, a performance where we've been proper attacking and we've been exciting. They've all been, it's not, we're not an amazing team to watch or whatever. Myself and Jamie bring this podcast to you because we're both passionate Wednesday eyes, but it doesn't come without a cost. Now, we're not doing this to get rich, but for less than the cost of a match day pie and a pint, you can help support the podcast. By becoming a patron, you'll be helping the hosting costs, as well as allowing us to purchase new equipment to further enhance the listening experience and allow us to continue producing this podcast for you each and every week. Just go to patreon.com forward slash WTIDpod to become a patron of the podcast. Now, we don't want it to make you feel like you have to, but your support is genuinely appreciated, so thank you. That Fletcher goal, um, obviously, you must have seen him when he, when he celebrated. What did you what did you think when he when he celebrated? What 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 went through your mind at that point? It pissed me off. I, I didn't know whether he was going to to be to be honest with you. And then when I saw him doing the uh, you know knee slide, and well, then again, why why not? You know, uh, we obviously let him go. Uh, he wanted to he wants to prove himself over there. They His weren't happy though. with him. Fans. Sorry. It's the fans you're supposed to respect. I'm surprised Odebarju didn't run off at sidelines even though they weren't playing in the <laughs> apartment. Yeah, I know. I was expecting that as well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for me, I just, I just think, yeah, he, you know, he's not a Sheffield Wednesday player anymore. He can, like you said, he can do whatever he wants. But he just did leave a little bit of a, a bit of a sour taste. It does. Uh, it it leaves mouth. a bad, bad taste in your mouth. It does, you're right. And I didn't expect him to do what he did. But then again, you know, when you score against your former club and they weren't, all that good, I suppose, to him. Uh, letting him go. Um, well, I don't think we. I don't think we wanted to pay his wages, did we? Really, he wanted. Um, 
he wanted a lot more money than what we were going to yeah, give him. Like it's the fans. Like it's it's the fans. You don't think about the club or the chairman or whether the chairman knows whoever let you go knows what you've just done. It's going it's for the fans like who supported you, whatever you know it's gonna piss them off. But anyway, then kids that have had Fletcher you know, on, on the back of the shirts and what have you. Do you know what I mean? It's all it's all them them kind of things, isn't it? You know, I mean you generally speaking, you don't really see former players. Uh, celebrate against the their old club. Um, no, you know, no, really. you don't. They, they, they tend to have a bit of a subdued, a little bit of a fist pump or whatever. But normally they uh, they keep it keep it quiet. Out, yes, like like you said, I was just a bit, I was a bit disappointed, a bit pissed off. James, answer the question, mate. James, because you you know you know all this stuff stats or So Uruguay was he injured on Saturday? Yes or no? Uh, I don't think he were now. So if it weren't, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But why the hell was he not starting? Then he's been a much more solid performer. Reach, I know a lot of people have mixed views on Reach, but he should have been starting. And Rhodes, he's just been saying the manager about Rhodes, about how he's he's worked on this and his this and his blah blah. What so what sort of thing is that to do? And I know he's done well, Thompson, however. But why is he not starting against a bottom of team like like Birmingham? You see him at last minute when he comes on and he had that header and yeah, he didn't score, but he got that. He's just so frustrating. Well, he's come out, hasn't he? and he's uh, and he's admitted that he's made a mistake. Um, we played four four two, didn't we, against Birmingham? Um, you know, he's, he's had Penny, Penny and Palmer uh, on, you know, in a, in a like a flat back four as like the wing backs, as as opposed to using Harrison Reach in those kind of wide positions. Uh, he said that he, he said that he didn't he expected them to play one up front, so he didn't feel like he needed three centre backs to um, you know to to defend one one striker. But for me, rather than thinking about the other team, you need they need to be thinking about you. Like you know, you need to set up on in a in a, in a way that that suits us best. And playing that three five uh, that five three two formation that we've been playing for for well ever since Thompson's come in. For me, that that is the formation that works with the, with the players that we've got. It's been, you know, all right. It didn't work out against against Stoke, but for, don't change your side because of who you're playing up against. That's that's for me. That's a negative. That's like a step backwards. You need to play. Birmingham, like a bottom of league side. You normally change your side when it's against the top sack team. Do you know what I mean? Not bottom. But what do you think of Penny? You two. What do you both think of Penny? Because I think he's been very, very... I think all Wednesday fans wanted him to have a chance. Since he has, I think he's been very average, don't you think? Yeah, he's, uh, he kind of uh, came on when he first started uh, for, in the first team. Uh, he, was, he was bright and, you know, running about and, and playing really well. And uh, everyone, everyone was thinking he's the next big thing. Uh, but like you said, he's, he seems to have gone off the boil a little bit. It doesn't um, does seem to attack much anymore, like... Yeah, I mean, same as Dato, really. There, when he when he come on the scene, he were he were he were like a he was what a bit of a bright spark, but he's just kind of bang average, to be honest. But he is he's, he's still a youngster. That's the thing. And well, how old, how old is he? Uh, I don't think he's as young as what you think. To be uh, to be honest, uh, I'm guessing I'm guessing twenty four, twenty three. He's twenty three, so he's not as young as what you think. Really, he, is, he has been around for. Uh, he's, been, he's been at Wednesday since 2016, so he's been there for five years already. Um, so. I might be getting it mixed up with one of the other youngsters. Um, like, I mean, we, but but going back to to Rhodes, uh, Jamie. I mean, I, I just don't think he's he's ever given a a, a chance. To be honest, um, he he seems to be played, um, and then the next very next game is he's either on the bench or he's, he's not in the team at all. You, you, you'll have seen my post in group data. You'll have seen how many posts I've put about him and 
even at start, me and James, on first podcast, I was saying, listen, I'm not saying it's amazing, blah, blah, blah. James, you know, remember back then when you just thought, no, get rid of him, whatever. And I just said, the thing is with him, I put a perfect post about it saying, yeah, fair enough. But four years, he's had this chance, that chance. But when has he started three games on a trot? Like, That's the thing. Yeah, he's had a, he's been there a while, but he's not given the opportunity. Uh, and when he does, um, he's, he's, he's gone off he's gone off the boil again. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I mean, we had a when, message on Twitter from uh, from Ben uh, as well. He's you know, at OwlsFan83, and he just put, sick to death of the way he's treated. That's Rhodes, that is. Uh, ever since he's come, it's been the same. Scored, uh, scored a couple of goals, and because he hadn't scored within an hour at Stoke, he's took off and dropped the next game. I feel for the lad, he's under so much pressure to score early. I go on about him constantly, but I don't think it'll stop until he leaves. He's our only natural goal scorer we have. He can keep us up, but he needs to play the full game, every single game, uh, unless we're four or five up in 10 minutes to go. So obviously he feels exactly the same. I'll just put in with this before I forget. He scored at Bournemouth. Then next game you're playing. Who did, who did you score against tonight? Next game, uh, Wickham, a bottom of the league club. However, get in that position. Birmingham's got a rubbish defence. He got in that position, but like like we keep saying with him, he's not had that proper chance. Ever. But did you see when he got subbed on? He got subbed on with somebody else. He was coming on with somebody else. I can't remember who, but he's on the sideline. Kachunga. Kachunga, and he was smiling. He's like he's like having a laugh with Kachunga, and he's like you could just see. He just he just wants to have. I don't know. It's just something good about him. He's got good vibes about him. He's good off the pitch. With the fans in the hospital, it does a lot of good things off the pitch. He's never moaned about anything. He's not on social media complaining about this and that. He messages fans. He does everything he can. It just it, it needs a proper proper chance. He does, but he, he also needs uh, a, a you know proper players around him who can who can uh, you know get the ball to him. He needs proper service, and when he does come on, uh, a lot of the time he's not getting it. That's the problem, and he, he ends up dropping back quite deep. Yeah, he does. Uh, and when he does that, you know, and uh, he's, he ends up so far back that when he does finally run up front, there's, there's no one to put a ball in for him. He has to do a lot of the work himself. I've spoke about that quite a lot. I mean, the way you need to play for Rhodes, well, the way that Rhodes plays is you get the ball up to him, he wins that foul, doesn't he, on the halfway line. He just yeah. goes down easily, gets the foul, and then, and then you get the ball, and then you can play the ball forward, and he's then sniffing around in the box. You need to yeah. get the ball in six-yard box. He doesn't touch the ball. Basically, Jordan Rhodes is one of them players. He would have the least amount of touches on, on your team Mm. He'll score you two or three. He can yeah, well, two or yeah. three goals easily because like, all he does is he holds it up, he gets the foul, then he'll just not he'll not even be in the game after that, and he'll just be waiting, hanging around six yard box for that ball to be whizzed, not fizzed in, and he'll uh, he'll he'll pop up and, and and get you that goal. I mean, I think against against Birmingham, he had um, he had a couple of chances when he came on. Um, to be honest, he had more chances when he came on than I think any other any other player you know Windass did absolutely nothing I think I think we got the the best chances with Rhodes on um, like you just said it's it's amazing how he doesn't get a proper run in the team uh, but saying that James we do also need a, a, a manager uh, who can you know uh, inspire that confidence in him and, and play him and you know somebody who's got a bit of uh, motivation who will get him playing like he can do because his his record is you know it's unbelievable, um, but then again, Sheffield Wednesday are quite good at that. You'll you'll get a, br- a brilliant player and uh, yeah, we we'll... can easily make him crap, can't we? <laughs> you know another thing about that, you know, like when you, you'll have seen it, you'll have seen pundits. Like I can't name one or two, one or two off the top of my head, like Clinton Morrison, Chris Kirkland, or whatever. Just when you watch football on telly, you know when he scored or anything, and, and you see, you hear these pundits on telly going. He needs a proper chance, or that's what Jordan Rhodes does, blah, blah, blah. It just seems like every single person 
other than the manager, any manager we get in wants to, like, thinks he should start or this and that, apart, apart from the ones that matter. Do you know what I mean? Apart from the yeah. ones that are picking the team. But then Thompson, he's, he's done a lot of good things. He's bigged him up. He's this, is that, whatever. He might have said he made a mistake or whatever, but at the same time, yeah, it made a different show getting sent off, but they weren't threatening or whatever. He, he shouldn't have changed with going with Windass. And like you say, he's bigging him up and stuff like that. He's giving him a bit of confidence, Neil Thompson. Then he drops him and he must feel like, what have I got to do? You can follow us on our social media. Just search for at WTIDpod on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook and make sure you get involved. Yeah, I mean, just talking about that Birmingham game, um, for me... That red card were absolute. That was a game changer, weren't it? That the well, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't, for, for me, I think that I think the first yellow was never been a yellow in an absolute no, million years. That, all play acting that was. That's all it was. That so, so Jay, I'm going to prove you right again here with this one. So at half time, everyone puts the tweets out, whatever, whatever. The two things about that, like one, it wasn't a yellow first half, no, but two. Even though the second one, back in the day, it'd been an amazing challenge with whatever. It doesn't matter. We all know the rules these days. So the two things about that is, one, yeah, it, probably, it was a good tackle. A lot of refs might just give him a warning. A lot of refs might give him a straight red because it was dangerous. But the fact is, it didn't need to make the challenge. It didn't need to make it. It weren't the 95th minute, last man, blah, blah, blah. 48th minute, 50th minute, whatever it were. It didn't need to make the challenge. It's like he's trying too much to impress going somewhere else, going to sell it or whatever he's doing. It's like he's trying too much. But not only that, Let's just mention Hutchinson because, again, I think Hutchinson has made a massive difference on and off the pitch Wednesday. I think he's brilliant and I think he's come back, carried on where he's set off, and I think he's been fantastic. And if he keeps injury-free, he's going to be huge for us. Yeah, I mean, it was, yeah, I, mean I, could, I could see it from a mile off. I mean, I mean he's already had a red card already in, his, in, his, in this season. Uh, for me, what, if that, if that, he's that type of person that he does put them challenges in. He is still young. When you're on a yellow card, we, you, you can make five subs. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not like you, you can only make three like previously, and you've got to be a bit coy about it all. You can make five, so just take him off. You know, bring Deli Bashiro on or or Pelly Pessi. I know you don't nobody likes Pelly Pessi, but you know, bring bring someone on like that, and then you're not going to get that. You're not going to get that stupid yellow card. And then literally five minutes later, what happens? It goes flying in. For me, that challenge, yeah, it was a good challenge, but. You're on a yellow card. You're on a yellow card. You can't go flying in like that and give the referee a chance of booking you again. Especially, you know, referee knows you're on a yellow. You just shouldn't go go flying in like like you did. And I mean, it, the kid looked absolutely distraught when he when he got sent off, and, and rightly so. And I, I think for me, he's just, he was just trying too hard. I know you just said trying too hard to impress Celtic or whatever, Jamie. But for me, I think he's trying too hard to kind of. Um, impressed Wednesday fans and kind of get the Wednesday fans back on his side. There's been a lot of social media abuse, um, and you know, fans have just totally turned on Liam Shaw over over recent weeks. But for me, I think I'm just trying too hard to kind of show that he's committed to the to, to the cause and the club, and it's just totally backfired on him. You imagine, right? You're Liam Shaw. You get. You're, I'm a Wednesday fan. You're, we're all Wednesday fans. But you're Liam Shaw. You're his age. You get an offer from Celtic. So. Yeah, you're a Wednesday player through and through, whatever. Who gives a shit, right? You're going to Celtic. Everybody is going to Celtic, right? Not only that, then as a player, as Liam Shaw, this is what I mean about we need to hear more about it from club. So we do need to hear more from club about it. We need to know the situation because Sadat, Sadat Celtic have made him an offer and he has accepted, right? Then 
fair enough, whatever. But if he hasn't, that for all we know, it could be bullshit. It actually could be bullshit. It doesn't matter what anyone said, right? He could be sitting in his living room with his dad saying, I love playing for Wednesday, blah, blah, blah. And I'm getting this shit off fans. This is it's ridiculous what is happening. It's ridiculous. So that's by the by. So put all that into perspective in how he would want to go. Like, this is why you want to stay. Not only that, all over media and everything. Oh, he's not good enough anyway. Everyone bigged him up, whatever. But then going back to that game with Stoke, um, Birmingham, listen to this. This is where... It proves as a manager, Neil Thompson, it shows lack of experience for everybody. And I'm not faulting him. He's done a brilliant job. But pretend I'm the Wednesday manager, which I'm not and I never will be. But pretend I am. At half time, everyone could say, oh, I'm the Wednesday manager. Right, Liam, listen to me. You're on a yellow card already. Don't do any stupid tackles. Blah, blah, blah. Do this. Do That's the first thing you're saying all this. There's no way after half-time talk with me or any Wednesday fan can a player go out there and make that tackle on a yellow card, whether it were a good tackle or not. There needs to be something that what is said at half-time, like what has been said to think, you know what, yeah, I'm going to have a rush of blood and make a tackle like that because you know now, nah, if it was, you, you just, you know what I mean? It wouldn't happen, would it? It wouldn't happen. After five minutes at start of second half, you're on a yellow card. If, if he's in back of his head saying, don't make a stupid tackle, he's had a go at me saying, I'm a good player, I, I, I'm this, I'm that, but don't be silly. You don't go out and make a tackle like that. It's like he's gone in at half time and he's gone, right, listen, you're going to Celtic, right? You're on a yellow card, make an unbelievable tackle after five minutes and show him what you're doing. Just try not to get, do you know what I mean? It's like he was hyped up to go and do that stupid Jamie, tackle. Jamie, the thing is, is he going to Celtic though? Because uh, from what I've heard, uh, that might not be happening. Um, it's the Neil Lennon was asked in his uh, pre-match conference about Liam Shaw, and even though the week before he'd come out and you know he'd said he'd talked about Liam Shaw and said, "Yeah, he's this youngster from Sheffield Wednesday." Uh, when they asked him again this weekend in the pre-match conference, um, he actually backtracked and he didn't mention him at all. So I don't know what's happening behind the scenes. Uh, but don't forget Liam Shaw. Um, don't forget... He, 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 I, I don't know. I don't know. This is, this is another thing. This is another thing which uh, is upsetting fans and, and dividing fans. We're not hearing anything. Um, but like I said, that with the Celtic thing, it might not even be happening. Um, fingers crossed, because I want him to stay. He's, he's the kind of player we need. He's a youngster. He'll only learn and get better. And the thing is, this season, Jamie, if if the worst happens and we do go down, he is one of the players or one of the types of players that is going to stay at Wednesday. He's been there since he was eight years old. Uh, he's a Wednesday fan through and through. And he is not going to be on much money, but he will stay. Unlike some of the bigger earners, they're going to be going. You know, League One. Let me ask you something, Dato. So you might and everything you've just said but two things again I keep doing this but two things one as a Wednesday player Wednesday fan like you keep saying is it don't, that don't make a difference to me yeah I'm a, I know he's a Wednesday fan whatever but yeah he, he's got this abuse he's got loads of shit online however why would you want to stay right and two not only that I'm not having a go at him for this but on his social media today on his Instagram I seen he was just retweeting something about his friends academy saying oh follow my mate and all this as a player me personally I'm that passionate if I were his age playing for Wednesday all this scout going on however I would literally I'd be like, can I do an interview? Can I do? I just I put a post saying um, to everyone, this and that, all fans. I love playing for Wednesday. I'm at Wednesday right now, and that's where I'm, that's where I am, and that's how I'm giving everything up pitch. Blah blah blah. War war. Let's get back to Saturday's game. And do you know what I mean? Why is he not tweeting something like that or putting a post like that? You know, not even to clarify anything or whatever. We're not we're, we're not keeping informed about things going on. But you get this rumor, you get that rumor. Is as a player, a fan, anything, just go on there and say, right, I'm at Wednesday at minute. Um, 
even if you can't comment on what's going off, it doesn't matter what's going off on and on the pitch. I'm at Wednesday right now. I'm a Wednesday fan. We need to get out of this relegation battle, blah, blah. Do you know what I mean? Just any post, anything at all. Yeah. I mean, going, going on to that abuse that he's been getting, I, I hear uh, quite a few things and I actually put some in the uh, in Wednesday Sing group the other day um, saying like, it, should, it just really infuriates me how people are saying is a you know is is a is a Wednesday fan and he's not going to leave. It should show uh, respect and um, and loyalty to, to Sheffield Wednesday. And for me, that's just a load of a load of rubbish. I mean, if you're what I think what I said was so like if you're an Accrington Stanley fan and you play for Accrington Stanley and then you're good enough to play for Arsenal, you're not going to go. Sorry, mate. Uh, I'm not going to play for Arsenal because I, I want to play for Atkinson Stanley for the rest of my life. Of course, you're not going to say that. You're going to be off straight away. You know, it don't make you don't mean that you don't support. You know, Accrington Stanley or Sheffield Wednesday or whoever it is, just because you're playing for Celtic or or another another club. You're still a, you're still a Sheffield Wednesday fan. And if 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 you know, if they're offering you, I mean, we don't know how much how much money's been offered at all. Not that's that's never going to probably come out. But if you offered twice as much three times as much or even just a little bit a little bit more end of the day that's his job and if you were offered um twice as much money to do exactly the same job as what you currently do now even though you might have worked where you worked for 20 30 years i'm sorry but you're just gonna go see you mate yep. i'm off and you're like, a huge club you're a huge club you've got load, you're moving to scotland wherever yeah it's not spain or whatever but you're moving to scotland and you're playing for probably the biggest club in scotland obviously along with rangers you're there you've got everyone knows about your signing so it's big for him it's massive for him whether he goes back on loan to wednesday whether he goes back on loan somewhere whatever it doesn't matter for his career it's amazing or he stays up wednesday he's in a relegation battle he's got all this pressure on him and he's crap and he's shit and he's got to stay whatever just if i were him well like, the thing he, is with, with footballers these days jamie it's, it's a limited career you, you've got a short amount of time to make as much money as you can and if he's on a, a, a rubbish, well, if he's say, for example, he's, I don't know, five, six hundred quid a Wednesday a week. And, you know, Celtic have come in with this pre-agreement or whatever it is. And they've offered four or five grand a week. <clears throat> it's, it's, it's not rocket science, is it? Um, but it's just, I, I, don't, I don't actually know if, if what is being said is actually true. I mean, like you said, James, you went on the Wednesday thing and uh, you put that post um, but when you look at the Wednesday thing and the amount, like you said, the amount of abuse he's getting, but from 22,500, almost 22,500 people we've got on there, you usually get the same 20 or 30 posters putting the same stuff every week, which is a very small amount when you look at it. There's a, another 21, 22,000 people, you know, on there who I don't think, you know, would abuse anyone like that it's no, just that, that that's the thing that's the problem that is the problem with uh, with social media is that you that's can it. You, you see 20 or 30 posts and you take that as gospel that that's the the voice of of the the whole of the you know sheffield sheffield wednesday fans when, when we spoke to declan 16 year old wednesday fan in the wheelchair blah blah can you remember when we spoke to him um earlier on like when he first made his debut ever and then afterwards when he put that posting group like oh yeah um I do keep an eye on things, blah, blah, but thanks for... And he was just the nicest guy ever. But in there, he sees, like, he's a, he's a Wednesday fan himself, whatever. If that group's got that many people, or Seth Frakes, like, you know, you know Rita Johnson, Dato, yeah? And I speak to Wednesday players. James knows a few people, whatever. So that's just us knowing them, right? We're not going to say anything, but say that we're not doing podcasts and we're not posting things in the group. Say that you see something about your mate who plays Wednesday or someone else. They're going to find out. They tell them and stuff like this. Then it makes them negative. Then they don't want, they're not bothered. It's just all negative. Like we're just, it's just a night. The it's, it's, 
it's the negative ones that shout the loudest and it's those ones that you see most. Um, and like I said, we do try and moderate, uh, but sometimes it seems... Di- <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm going to have to start paying wages soon. Um, it's just, it's ridiculous because the amount, you should see the amount we actually, you know, don't allow on there because there is, it's not just uh, football-wise, it's, there's this personal stuff on there as well. You know, and it's... Uh, the amount of stuff that we have to delete and then once we get rid of it, then that's when the messages start. We start getting people messaging us, why have you deleted my post? Why have you got rid of me? Why have you banned me? Why have you muted me? And then you're re- replying to all those. Just obviously on, uh, you know, sticking with that, that Birmingham game, one thing that stood out for me, obviously when we went 1-0 down, um, that there were one point and I think they had a free kick and, it, and Cameron went to, to play his in wall and this all for me, they all look dejected. They all look like they knew that game were lost. You know, obviously we were you know down to ten men. We were one nil down, and they were like it looked like they were absolutely no fight whatsoever. And I hope I'm wrong. And I hope I hope the players are are fighting for it. But I just wanted to you know, did any of you two feel feel the same at all watching that performance? I did. I did. Sorry, I did, James. But going back, to, that's just reminding me. That's right. What you just said. But the second Birmingham scored, even I think it were Pearson, he said the reds have just dropped over you. When that goes in back at net, you see every single player's head drop. And then as soon as it does drop, it goes take shows your manager, Thompson runs out and he's going, Come on, keep going, come on, come on. And you all you see in background, if you can watch highlights of that, I don't know whether you can get it back. All you see, right, is Sam Hutchinson is literally it, it were brilliant, mate. I think I shared it on my Twitter. Sam Hutchinson, when they've just scored, is on halfway just before halfway line and he weren't even kicking off until they'd done it. And he were going like literally Pushing everyone, pushing everyone, looking at everyone, going like that, whacking his head, whoever, sort of saying, "Come on!" And that is like, even though it make a difference, that is why we missed him, and that's what we need. And going back to Sam Hutchinson, did you see the start of the match when referee blew whistle to kick off, and everyone went to the knee, and he passed it back? <laughs> yeah, I did see that. Yeah, <laughs> they were like, yeah. they were like, shit, got ball back, and he put his head down. He was like, "Oops." Yeah, but 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 saying you know. Um, when you say oh, Hutchinson's doing this, it's all right. One person doing that, but when you've got when you've got the other ten that have you know heads have dropped. I mean, what what is it now? I, I forget what that statistic is, but we haven't won or we haven't even. I think we've got two points from a, a losing position in the last twenty times that we've gone behind or something ridiculous. We'd never we'd go behind and that and that is it. We, we've just we, we haven't got that fight to overturn um, the result, you know, a result. Like I said, I, I would have said, I can't remember the last time it were. Well, clearly, because it's been, it's been that many games since we have actually, you know, gone, gone behind. And uh, I gone think, equalizer. James, that's when players like uh, Hutchinson, Bannon, Westwood, that's when they come into their own. And that's when we need them because uh, they need to start lifting the players, you know, shouting at them and, and getting them going again and saying, look, it's only a goal. We can get, we can get this back. But like you said, it's just it doesn't seem to be happening that much. Apart from your one or two players, um, the the whole team seems to be dejected nowadays, uh, and they don't want to. They look like they don't want to carry on. Um, so quick question for you both. Quick question for you both. As we stand right now, however many games are left. So yesterday, I looked at the table properly, and that's when I was thinking, shit, because teams are pulling away now. Like this, getting to between two or three. But not only that, when you look at it. The teams I think could start getting dragged in, like the QPRs, Coventry, whoever, they are all winning now as well. So anyway, yes or no, right now, James first. Do you think we're going to stay up? Yes or no? I I hate to say it, but I'm going to have to say no. That's it. I'm uh, an eternal optimist. 
I've, I've got to say, yeah. I think I actually, I actually do think we will. I'm going to say yeah, and I'm going to say I honestly, I, I think it'll still be Birmingham. I think Birmingham will still go down. I don't third one, the third bottom will be, but I reckon Wednesday will stay up. I do. I, I actually think we will because it's just Wednesday. That's what we do. We don't do things easy. We'll make it difficult right till the last couple of weeks, and I think we will. We will stay up. Yeah, I mean, I'm just I'm just looking at the, the like the form guides now, and I mean, there is there is still some teams that are, you know, a, a bit of a bit of a bad run of form. I mean, one one that stands out like a sore thumb is uh, is Bristol. They've lost the last five in a in a row. You've got Luton. They've lost the last two, but we've got them in a couple of weeks or next week. So that'll be that'll change their fortunes, won't it? I mean, talking about that one, Brentford. With Brentford, we've, I was we'll, just going to say the same. We'll thing. come on. We'll come on to that in uh, in a little bit. We'll obviously do a bit of a preview on that one. But they've lost the last three, so they're due a win. And obviously, we're, yeah, yeah, we're playing them on Tuesday. On Tuesday, so they'll get their win there. Um, I mean, Rotherham, they're in up there. They have three games, uh, three defeats as as well. So there is. I mean. You look, you look around and there is teams that are uh, that are slipping up, but then you know obviously Birmingham won, Coventry won, Uddersfield won, Forest won. They're they're you know four teams that are above us, uh, four out of six teams above us that have that, that picked up a win. So, but you say we, they're pulling away, James. But you know they're not actually. It, it's what is it? It's one or two games. It's one or two wins, and we're right back in it. Um, I think it's one or two wins and we're right back in it. That's all for a start. If we have one or two wins and we're back in it. The two things that says one that means everybody above us has got to lose, like they've all got to lose, and two, when are we going to win? Like I know we've won seven in twelve now, but it started off that we've won six in eight, six yeah. in nine. Yeah. It's slowly getting to seven in ten, eleven, seven in twelve. It's going to get to a point where we've won seven in fifteen. When are we going to win another two games? I know we've won a few recently. But I can't see our squad, even though we've got a few wins recently. Whatever, I can't see where we're going to get that win. Well, two wins on top from again. Yeah, that's that's all. I can understand what he's saying there. But then when we were on minus six, you know, did anyone think we'd be on, what, what were we on now, 28? Um, yeah, 28 points, yeah. Did, did you ever think we'd be that, you know, on 28 above teams and actually, you know, fighting to get out of the relegation? Um, yeah, it, I mean, yeah, if you, you, you take them six points off um, and and then we're up now. What we'd be level on points with with Derby and yeah. Coventry I mean, on thirty four. I know it don't mean much now because obviously we, we're not going to get them back. But um, I, there was a lot of people at that time, you know, writing us off and saying we're we're, we're straight back down anyway. Now we're not, never going to get out of that bottom three. And now um, we're not actually that far off from getting out of it. No, just I, mean, I think we just I think there's more. I think there's more twists and turns uh, left in this season. I think. Oh, definitely. The end definitely. of it. You know, there is still quite a lot yeah. of football left to play. Um, still quite a few few games, and anything can change. Like I said, you know, Bristol's the team that's on terrible form at the moment. I mean, QPR they've won the last won the last four. Blackburn have lost the last four. Do you know what I mean? Cardiff, Cardiff since Mick McCarthy's come in, they've gone five five games, you know, five wins. So. It's anything can anything can happen. We have a new podcast ready for you to download and listen to each and every Monday. So make sure you subscribe and you'll never miss an episode. Episode. Now, just moving on uh, to a little bit more positive news, if we if we can. Uh, obviously, we announced that uh, that Barry Bannon had signed a new a new contract. Uh, yeah. So I'll come to, I'll come to you, Dad, on on that yeah. one. Do you think what do, what do you think to him signing? I think a, it's a, a brilliant extension. Uh, I, I'm all for it. I, I think he's a brilliant player. I mean, for his age, he's, what is he? He's 31 now. Um, and over 200 appearances for Wednesday. 
Uh, he's he's one of them players who's always always gives hundred percent, always battling. I know a lot of people say uh, some matches he, he doesn't seem to do that much apart from flap his arms around or whatever. But he's he's consistent. He's always there and he's always trying to do people up. Uh, you know, he picks up balls from defence, plays them through midfield, sets things up, gets things. Through. He's got a good touch as well, um, and he's got that experience you know which the youngsters are going to learn from um so it's it's i think it's brilliant uh, that he's actually and he's got loyalty which is very very rare these days um to stay with wednesday uh and especially with with what's happening at the club um i'd personally i'd love to see him finish his career with us at wednesday i think he's he's a brilliant player Absolutely. Now, we're, we're just, we're, on, on Bannon, I know you said, you know, spoke about him there saying, you know, picks the ball off the, def- off the defence. For me, that's one thing that I don't like about his game. But he is a bit, he's one of them players that, like you said, he's, he's solid. He, he's never, for me, he's never normally a 10. Um, he's normally just, you know, he's going to be a 7 or an 8. And for him, for me, we need to build the team around your, your likes of your Westwood, you know, your Bannon. Uh, Hutchinson, have your experienced players, and then you and then you're going to have your, your youngsters coming through. Like you know, hopefully, sure if he does stay, Urigide, um Brennan, if he if he starts to make the make the step up as well. I mean, what what do you think um, to to Bannon signing a new contract then, Jamie? I've got a lot to say about Bannon. I think he's brilliant on and off the pitch. Um, his stories or Instagram stories is either his family or it's something to do Wednesday. All the uncertainty was sure. And he's going to Celtic, blah, blah. When Bannon's a Celtic fan, this and that, whatever. And then a few days later, he's signing for Wednesday. He's just an example. He sets an example. He was in the interview, if you both heard it, how much he's moved to Sheffield. He loves living here. He wants to finish here. He doesn't want to stop until he gets Premier League, blah, blah, blah. I think he's just an absolute inspiration on and off the pitch. And yeah, he might not have the best performances sometimes, but he don't care about getting grief off fans. He don't care about this and that. He don't care about anything else other than playing for Wednesday and keep him up, trying to get him up, whatever he's doing. He just cares about playing football. And if he plays bad and we all slate him or people slate him, he knows that. He knows he's playing bad. He don't need telling. He don't need anything. But no matter how much stick players get, no matter how much anything that goes on and off the pitch or negativity or whatever, he signs a new contract and he says he wanted it done sooner, whatever, whatever. He's just, I think, and he does need to end his career at Wednesday. So he's signed a contract, even if we go down, knowing he can go to a higher team. It's, it's just brilliant. I completely agree with Jamie on that one. Totally. He's, uh, he is an inspiration and for what he's done, you know. Uh, and his age as well, I mean, at, at, at now he's, he's getting on. Um, but he's still out there and he's still battling. And when you see his tweets as well, you know, we're on about social media and whatever. Every tweet of his is, is a positive one. You know, it's, it's come on, we're moving on to the next game. If we lose, we're going to battle, we're going to win, we, we, we need to uh, be better. Uh, it's he's just he's the kind of person you need in that team and if like I said before with uh, with Hutchinson if we do go down uh, he's going to be one of the players that makes a difference for us in, in the lower league absolutely I mean someone else who, uh, who I think deserves uh, a new a new contract is you know Azazi Rigide or Uruguay as, uh, as Jamie <laughs> likes to call him I wonder now, what you're the- on about with Uruguay no, his pronunciation's terrible, so you have to you have to live with it. Now, uh, now for me, this this, this is a message to James. You couldn't is, even say my name properly. I used to tell him before this. Yeah. It, it's only four letters, and he was getting it wrong. <laughs> you're acting like I'm right bad, and going back to it, I think uh, finger. 
Um, Pelpusi. Pelpusi were good as well the other day. Nando. <laughs> <laughs> now, for me, this is a message to, you know, to Chan Siri. Like, please, 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 can you give Origide a new contract? And obviously, and don't take the piss when you do so by offering peanuts. You know, for me, he's rapidly becoming like, an integral part of the side. He do not play against Birmingham and everyone's saying, Where's Origida? Do you know what I mean? He's, he's he's only played about four or five games, and already people are saying that we that we miss him. Um, I, I just don't want him to be, you know, another one of them players that just, you know, that buggers off to to play for play for someone else or someone else. Comes yeah, in we and definitely takes him need away. to give him a contract. He's is is what is he? Twenty years old. Um, he's, he's a massive player for us at the moment, uh, and. I don't know if you remember actually, uh, James, when uh, you know the his debut he made in the cup, weren't he, against Brighton? Brighton. I think. Yeah. And after that match, his interview, uh that, fantastic, was so, wasn't it? so passionate and he was, he was almost crying, you know, saying how happy he was to be playing for Wednesday. Uh and that interview actually got retweeted by Gary Lineker and Peter Crouch. Uh, it, you know, uh, that's that's what it means to him and that is the kind of player we need to keep. Sign him, you know, give him a better contract. Like you said, don't offer him peanuts. Uh, he's young and he's just going to grow and get better and better for us. Uh, if we can keep that type of player at, at Hillsborough, it, it can only be good for us. I mean, I didn't realise that. He'd, I thought he'd come through um, through our youth setup, but he actually come from, I think, AFC Wimbledon. I think Wimbledon, he, uh, yeah, he came uh, from Wimbledon. Who he came from. Um, so Is yeah, he out of contract in summer? Yeah, this year. This summer is uh, his contract's only till twenty twenty one this year, yeah. So we need to get that sorted. That's that's a must. Yeah, I mean, I, I put I put a, I put a tweet out um, the, other, the other day. I think I mean I don't know how true the me um, data sources were, but there I think there was something like twelve players who were professional players who were still in contract uh, at the end of this season. Um, yeah, that's quite a lot. And yeah, this, this the, the, team, the team that I put out there, I think we had. Uh, Actually, no. I think it was. I think it was eleven because one of them, uh, one of the players that I put out there, he's gone, gone to. He went to Rochdale, didn't he? In, um, in January transfer window. So, uh, to the eleven players that we had, we, we've got Dawson playing in centre mid. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. Hopefully, the strange hopefully. thing is, that wouldn't surprise many people actually if if we did pick that. You know, he might actually play a bit better than <laughs> um, in, in centre mid than he does in net. To be perfectly honest. Oh, um, oh yeah. <laughs> Hopefully he's not listening. <laughs> now, just moving on to um, to the Brentford Brentford game. Uh, obviously, we've got Brentford on on Tuesday. Now, just I know I've just already touched on it touched, uh, on their form. The uh, last three games they've they've had three defeats. Now, before that, it was absolutely scoring for fun. You know, they put seven past Wickham, uh, they put three past Bristol, four against Middlesbrough, and then three against Reading. And then since that, uh, they've played our good old neighbours Barnsley. Um, and they've only scored one goal in the in the last three games. They've had a bit of a a bit of a wobble, but in true we'll, we'll, Sheffield we'll Wednesday fashion, yeah. yeah, like I was just about to say, in true Sheffield Wednesday fashion, if you're a side that um, that's in a bad run of form, it sounds. I could go on to a bit of an advert here. You know, <laughs> are you a side that's not won in in, in ten games? Why don't play Sheffield Wednesday and we'll soon sort out the, your uh, your form? You know, we'll give you the three points you've been missing. <laughs> I actually, uh, I actually put a post on my Facebook wall the other day, James, and it said, uh, you know, before the Birmingham game, and I just said uh, it's it's match day, and um, when the amazing Wednesday are going to help another failing club, 
get a get a win. So I want thanks from all my Birmingham sporting mates uh, after the match, and I got a bit of abuse for that underneath, you know, yeah. with, with the comments saying why why are you putting that. It's true because it's it's what's going to happen. The way we're playing at the moment. And Who was it now? Millwall. They'd not won in God knows how long. Stoke, they're on a bad run of form. Yeah, they, exactly. They beat yeah. Us. Birmingham, they're on a bad run of form. They've they've won. Uh, there are another couple of Wickham. They they'd not won Millwall. ever. In, Millwall. In, in, yeah, I've said Millwall. Yeah, but they were Wickham as well, weren't they? Early in the season, they'd not won Stoke. at all in in championship. Stoke. Jamie, are you coming in later somewhere? Because I've already mentioned all these already. Are you, have you on mute or yeah, something? I think, I think it's finger. It keeps creeping up on that. I was just going to say, James. Are you in Cayman Islands or somewhere? Have you been in an holiday? Everybody, look at me. I was, was going to say, James, um, when you were on about them then, think, you know, it, we're on about meltdown with fans and this and that. Two things, right? Again, two things. So before we, when Pulis went and he were in that awful run or whatever, if somebody said to you, right, in the next 11 games, Wednesday fans, you're going to win seven or 12 games. You're going to win seven of them. Will you be happy? Yes or no? Every single person on this planet would have snapped their hands off. Simple. Would have snapped their hands off, right? So look at it that way, that if, even though we lost to Birmingham, it would have still took them, them wins and been three points, two points off safety or whatever with where we were before. And then the second thing with it, you know, like we Monk and it was sort of like, if he gets a win, you didn't really want, even though you want, always want Wednesday to win, but it'll keep him in a job a bit longer and blah, blah, blah. I think the only good thing with that Birmingham result is I think they'll go down Birmingham. Uh, Birmingham fans do as well. I spoke to a lot of them. So him winning that game against Wednesday, uh, if, if it's a loss, I think he'd have got sacked. So I think that's kept him in a job again for another few months, which could be a better long run for us. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's like when a, when a team gets a new, if Birmingham sack him and get a new manager, for example, right now, there's a lot more chance of staying up, aren't there? Fact. Yeah, yeah. Now, I mean, obviously, on to, back on to Brentford game on, on Tuesday. Uh, how, do you, how do you see it playing out, Jamie? What you, what is, what's your gut, gut instinct? Well, my gut instinct with it, like, I know you're on about this when Pete teams are on bad runs and I completely agree. Like It's like, you know, it's just not it's going to happen, but I can't see anything, even though Brentford are not on good form, that Ivan Tony and whatever, that just us not threatening. I can't, I can honestly see us getting battered. I really can see us losing 3 or 4 nil. And I'm, I, hate, I hate to be pessimistic, I really do, but I can honestly see this being a good hiding for Wednesday. Well, can you remember, I think we're the last game uh, in front of fans that we played were Brentford, weren't it, away? Uh, I know they've moved to a new, a new stadium now, and we, yeah, we got absolutely battered. I can remember that game. 5-0, well, last game? We pl- last time we played at fans? Uh, you were, yeah. Brentford 5, Wednesday. They were, Wednesday, they were. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I personally... Exactly what you've said, Jamie. Um, I don't know what score it's going to be, but I, I, I just can't see how we're going to how we're going to get any any goals. Rhodes, like um, that guy who tweeted has said earlier, he's our only natural goal scorer. I know Patterson's picked up picked up a few, but for me, every single game, I'm up and down. I'm you know we win and I'm like elated, and then we we get beat and I think. That's it. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna get relegated, and I think that's just because of all the other teams around us. You've got, you know, when we, because there's that many teams that are, that are in in with the shout. There is always going to be teams that win, and they're always yeah. going to pull away, and then we win, and then we, you know, claw it back again. And and as as every game goes on, we're just, you know, we're running out of time, and we just have to get out of that relegation zone. And, and get a bit of a gap, but I, I, I don't know the fact that we didn't sign anyone in January transfer window. We were crying out for a striker. If we'd perhaps signed someone who can put ball in the back in net, 
I might have thought a bit, you know, a bit more optimistic about it, but I, I really don't know, you know, where we're going to. The last two games, you know, one nil, one nil. There's uh, there's no consistency, is there, at the moment? It's like you said, we win one, and we're all happy. We lose one, and we're going down. But I actually think it's. I don't think we'll get battered, Jamie. I, I actually think it'll be a draw, to be honest. No, because I think both teams have got something to prove now. Uh, Wednesday. Uh, I think they'll be G'd up for it. Because uh, we do tend to play better against uh, teams, you know, that are higher up. Yeah, we do. I, do. I would I would definitely agree with that. We, t- we, we tend to bring our A game, don't we? No one is on the line. And when you said about you know, a draw then, I just looked. And me and Jamie were talking about this the other day, actually. Last time we drew, have a guess who that were against. Can you remember? Were it nil-nil against someone? No. We weren't two two. Blackburn. Yeah, Blackburn. Blackburn one one on Boxing Day. That's the last time we've drawn. James, you have to, you know what fans need to. This is what we need to realise though as well. Not fans, or me, everyone. That yeah, I know. Yeah, we seem to win one, then lose one. Blah blah. blah. But the thing is, we're not a fifth in league, like second, third. We're, we're in a relegation battle, so it's we, we we can't expect to win, 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 win. We're in a relegation battle, so when we lose, yeah, we win one. We, we're not going to win again and again and again so if we lose one then we need to expect this because we're in a relegation battle teams at the bottom where we are six point deduction or not they don't win every week they, they do win and then they do lose that is why we're in a relegation battle do you know what, do you know what I mean so we just need to realise where we are have a bit of reality and think you know when we lose but instead of going mental let's try and get behind them even if they were crap yeah yeah definitely I think that's, that's one of the problems we, we tend to uh, have a bit of a meltdown when that happens but see uh, well, yeah, that's putting it lightly. The thing is, James, though, what our defensive record's not actually that bad, is it? No, but we can't score a goal. <laughs> but this is what I'm saying, right? The defensive record isn't that bad. We're I'm playing two and seven at Ulster. Yeah, we're playing. We're playing Brentford, um, who can't score to save their lives oh, at the moment. He said it. <laughs> he said it that is it the curse of Dato Khan here we go 5-0 I'm going to stick a 10 on 5 No, just, just edit that bit out <laughs> 17. Oh, don't do this to me don't do this to me um, but no I'm, I'm just, they've, they obviously having problems scoring let's put it that way at the moment um, Wednesday they've got a pretty decent defensive record which that's why it makes me think it'll be a draw and plus we need to go out now and and you know start winning and start proving a point and you know uh, playing for the fans and I think it'll be a closer game than you think to be honest I hope, I hope you're right Dato I, I really I really do um, obviously I'll be tuning in as I always do on, on Tuesday pay me £10 um, 10 English pounds to watch well yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know it's uh, don't say it's it. sometimes <laughs> it's like pull, it's like gouging my eyes out sometimes when we're when we're watching it but uh but no i mean like you said about there you know not having a good defensive record we've conceded 32 um 32 goals but we've only scored 21 which is is the worst attacking record james just seen a tweet come up here on twitter Dom Alton. brentford can't score ivan tony is rubbish can't wait for wednesday to batter him on oh god he's done it again Dom Alton. there we go so it's not just me <laughs> <laughs> no, just, that's, what, that's what Dawson likes to right. do, doesn't it? We'll, we'll share that tweet instead, yeah? <laughs> I, 
Absolutely. I mean, after Brentford, we've we've got Luton as well. Another another away game, two uh, two away games on this on the spin. Um, I've just mentioned that you know Luton have you know been a bit indifferent in their form. They'd like yeah, and they just lost um, as well. Yeah, they've lost the last two. They've uh, they got beat. Stoke put three past them on uh, yeah. on Saturday, uh, and then they Fletcher lost again, weren't it? Yeah. Two yeah two nil uh, Cardiff uh, beat them so they've not like us not scored in the last in the last two so they 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 sit on thirty seven points where we're on twenty eight um, so they've uh, they have pulled away from us in recent in recent weeks um, again it's every game is 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 like a cup final in it for us we, we, we're scrapping away for these for these three points and looking at the two games Brentford and Luton you've got to say. Luton's the, the the game that you're going to go in for, thinking that we've we've got to take the three points. I think if we get like you said, that so if we get a point against Brentford, that's going to be um, a massive positive. Um, but we just need to kind of stop the. I don't want to call it a rock because we only lost two two games, but it does feel like it is going that way a little bit, and we need to kind of you know. We get, need we you know, need a we need a point against Brentford if we can get. So yeah, if we can get that, uh, I'll be happy, and then hopefully that'll you know give us confidence into the next game so I think the thing is with that like you know we say we need a point at Brentford for a start we don't draw and at minute I'd ra- I would rather lose and go for it and proper go for it than just try and get a nil-nil and do you know what I mean I'd rather just go for it every game sort of thing because look at the last what well, the results of the week when me and James were on podcast saying on a Sunday night right we'll see you next week we don't know what's going to happen with these next two games Bournemouth and blah blah but we lost for him and then beat Bournemouth completely all the way around to what before so it, 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 nah, it don't. Anyone can beat anyone. We all know that. So, but Brentford, you'd rather if, lose. Brent, I'd, rather, I'd rather Wednesday lose one nil. I'd rather Wednesday lose four nil than draw and just sit there trying to get a nil nil away from home. I'd rather go for it, go for it, proper go for it, and go to try and win, be yeah. a bit attacking, and play some good football, and then lose at the last minute than just sit there trying to get a nil nil. I would rather do that. Yeah, but not only that. When you look at Luton. Things like this, I've said this in the past, I know it sounds stupid, but people like Billy Sharp, people like Charlie Austin, people like Jordan Rhodes, when when you've got QPR, look at their small little pitch, tight little Crampton pitch. Billy Sharp at United, and then when he went to Southampton, it's a big pitch, he didn't do no. I think them little pitches like that, that's where you've got Rhodes starting. People like Jordan Rhodes, Charlie Austin, whoever, on these pitches like QPR, Luton, they're where they can get in these little tight positions and get them little scrappy goals, you know what I mean? So... I think you've got to start Rhodes twice. If you play him at Brentford and it's that big pitch because they've got a new big pitch and he doesn't score, play him again at Luton. Play him again, just try it. But yeah, I would rather go for it at Brentford. Go for it all out and try and get a win. And if they don't, I'd rather them lose than just sit back and try and get a nil-nil. Yeah, absolutely. Just on, on a total side note, yeah. Brentford's new ground, it looks terrible. Yeah, it's <laughs> not be funny. It looks absolutely awful. It's got all them multicoloured seats. Yeah, yeah it's like the one with the seats. Yeah. Yeah. The, what the colour should we have? Like Let's just have everything. It's that kind of like, you know, to make it look like there's more people in it than there actually is, isn't it? Which it, it just looks a bit <laughs> terrible. Yeah, and, uh, it looks a bit naff, to be honest with you. Yeah. I don't know how many holes. It's certainly not a big a big stadium, is it? Um, no, it's. Uh, I think I think it's about 10,000, 12,000, isn't it? Is that it? No, it's I more than so. Isn't it? 17. 17,250. Am, am I thinking of Rotherham? I, I don't know. No, so they got 2,000 in it, Rotherham. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, that's if you, if you listen to the podcast, you'll, you'll know it's, t- it's our time for the weekly feature uh, brought to you in association with Wednesday Picks. versus Howcroft. 
Uh, as you probably know, me and Jamie go head to head each week to see who will have the bragging rights. Now, Wednesday Picks is a free to play game whereby asking and correctly predicting the outcome of the games can bag you a share of £1,000. Uh, you can download the app today from the App Store to play along. Uh, please play responsibly and be gambleaware.org. So, um, Brentford. So there's five questions that we uh, that we asked Dato, and you can join in uh, as well. So the five questions are: um, Will we beat Brentford? How many goals will we score? How many corners? How many shots on target? And how many saves? So uh, we against Stoke. Do you want to know the results against for that one, Jamie? Go on, let's let's hear. Yeah, go on. Who won? Well, uh, you got five points, which is based on recent weeks. That's quite all right, average. One. Go on, then. Eleven points for me. Oh, <laughs> God. Three one. Three one. It's three three. Oh, it's three three, three Jamie. Three. So uh, yeah, level level pegs. I've, cl- I've cleared right, you back. It's because he's the Stato. That's why. So Dato, are we going to beat Brentford? Yes or no? I'm going to stick my neck out here and say. Yes. How many goals are we going to score? Two. Two goals. How many corners will we get? Six. How many shots on target? Five. And how many saves will uh, Westwood make? Will Westwood make... um... Well, I hope Westwood's playing up. It's not Dawson or Valsley. Because <laughs> we are snookers. Uh, we'll go for seven. seven so, that's all things. When's your win? The score, uh, what is it? Two goals, you say? Yeah. Two Six goals. corners, five shots, seven saves. It sounds like and it sounds like you're predicting 1919, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> end when was the last time we had five shots in a game on target? <laughs> <laughs> well, when was the last time we had five shots, let alone five shots on target? Oh, we, need, we need a bit of positivity. We do. James, go on then, mate. Go, so uh, we're not going to win. Uh, we'll score one goal. We're going to have two corners, uh, two shots on target, and four or more saves. He's going to be a busy, busy boy, Westwood. Right. So then, I'm going to say no as well, unfortunately. I'm going to say... No goals. I don't think they will. There's no goals. Corners, I'm going to go for two. Shots on target, one. And saves, I'm going to go just for four because I think he's going to... But sorry, mate, but that's what I think. I know, I know, Dato. I want to, I want to believe... You really. two are so depressing, honestly. You know what, Dato? <laughs> stuff it. Realistic. Stuff it. I'll, I'll, we're not depressing, we're realistic. Get yourself to James, James, My second prediction. So let's let's pretend we're Dato and have a second prediction. So goals, I'm going to go for 36. I'm going to go for <laughs> corners, 912. <laughs> yeah, before before we do go in a minute, um, two things I want to say again, I'd keep doing this, but I hope next time we speak, we've got a few more points than what we all thought. And secondly, like, I've just set up a really good interview with a player a lot of people have asked for, which is exciting, but I'm going to mention it at the minute. So this this Patreon thing, I just, I, I hope some a few people can start helping because we are spending a lot on it and we could do a bit of help with what we're doing so if you can if you want to tell them link James just to sponsors it's only what is it three ninety nine a month or something and, and it just helps us get a bit more better equipment and things like that and I think that's all today you've seen how much effort we put in and what we do and stuff so yeah that'd be good if people could so yeah, yeah, if anyone wants to become a patron, it is literally patreon.com 
uh, forward slash WTID pod. Uh, you can uh, join to be a member. As you don't have to if you don't want to, uh, but if you can help us, if you are enjoying what we're what we're putting out, it is greatly appreciated. So yeah, that's all. Thank you very much for uh, for coming on. I hope everyone has yeah, cheers, uh, mate. has enjoyed this enjoyed this podcast. Have you enjoyed it, Dato? I've, I've loved it. Thank you guys for letting me come on and you two do an absolutely brilliant job. And I'm, I'm so happy that you're, uh, you know, you're partnering the, the Wednesday Sing Facebook group now because we'll, we'll do our best to, to help you out as well. That's great. Brilliant. And like I said, we'll, we'll have more of these uh, with other people uh, coming to join us because it, it has been a good laugh. If you are enjoying the content, then please give us a rating or a review. Uh, we really do appreciate it. So uh, it's a goodbye from myself. Goodbye from me. And Dato, do you want to say bye, mate? Goodbye. See you, everyone. Thank you very much. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.